is life. The word is life. Podcast. Welcome to the word is life. The word is life. Podcast. Welcome to the word is life. The word is life. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spee's in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Back at you with another episode, season two, episode 29. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast a part of your daily routine, your evening routine, whenever, wherever. However you're choosing to listen to this podcast right now, I just want to say thank you. I love you because without you, trust me, this moment in time, this space that we're sharing, this experience that we're having together would not even exist without you being here. So thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting however you can, especially if you're one of those who are leaving a monthly donation via the, via the support link in the description. You're a true visionary. Shout out to you. You know, I got to give a big shout out to Pal Pulling for always pulling up. He has yet to miss an episode of season two. So shout out to him for making it happen and always coming through. Life is so cool because we're always finding out something new. Like every day, every week. Something new was revealed. Constant revelations. Constantly putting down the old self. Constantly trying to step into the new self, the new life. Because eventually there's going to be two versions of ourselves. There's going to be the new self and the old self. That's that's the one constant variable that we all witness that we all go through. And if we are going to refer to the body as a temple, which it is, then how are we going to represent ourselves and this temple? Because when we look at temples, Across the world, across many cultures and many religions, they're so beautiful. They're so majestic. They're so breathtaking. It's something to really marvel at because of the great time that it took to build these temples, the exactness the technology that was used, the equipment used. It's just amazing to think about. Because some of these temples that we see from back in the day that are still up thousands and thousands and thousands of years, I don't know if that's going to be the case with anything that we built 
in the 21st century, or the 20th century for that matter. I mean, we saw what happened to the Twin Towers. RIP everybody involved with that. But, I mean, rumor has it that the Sphinx survived the Ice Age. And these temples, they all represent something different. But they all contain information. They all contain history. They all contain mathematics. A certain culture. That's why I ask if we are going to refer to our bodies as a temple, then what are we going to represent? Now, it's crazy because when you study history, and you start to see the different influences that cultures had on cultures via trade, via exploration, due to great conquerors. There's many different influences that were either implemented into neighboring tribes or was taken back from overseas or imported from overseas. It's beautiful. It's beautiful when you really think about how civilization has advanced in is continuing to advance and how climate change has always been a theme, has always been something that us human beings here on earth have been worried about trying to solve. And the great mystery that we're all trying to solve right now is this thing called life. What each culture has in common with these temples is, yes, they all contain information, but it's, it's dedicated to a higher being, a higher source. It's a gift to the God or gods. Almost as if it's a meeting place for spirits to come in and interact in this 3D realm of reality. Some would say that this earth 
is just one big energy field. Harnessing limitless amounts of energy. Thanks to the two poles and the ionosphere. Now, since we are able to produce electricity and we are energy conductors, we are able to tap into this energy if we so choose. But how will we know if we don't know that we are truly a temple of God. Now, as I've said in the past, and as I will continue to say that, we are all gods in training. Life is a gift, and we are God's gift to the world. Now, yes, this world is chaotic, but there's also order. And we walk that line, that fine line between it. We have to balance it out. Whenever our life gets chaotic, we find ourselves trying to think of ways to bring order to it. Or we submit and we fall lower in vibration, lower in spirit. Truth be told, We are temples of God. What makes us all connected, what we all have in common, is that the temple latches, it connects the four parts of our brain. And in the center lies the penile gland. And that is the eye of God, the all-seeing eye. If you want to tap into your spiritual gifts, if you want to tap into the God consciousness, that energy field, this is where you go. This is where you focus your attention on. Where you focus your attention on is where your energy goes. Now you sit on that, you meditate on that, and you'll find the answers that you are looking for if you do go into your meditation with a question. Now, the answer might not pop up during meditation, but you will find yourself shifting into a different consciousness. And in your waking life, as you are living your life, the answer might just pop into your brain like that. Or the events and phone calls And opportunities start coming at you, start bombarding you, or what you are fearing starts to manifest. So what kind of temple, what kind of host do you want to be? If you are a God in training, then you know you have a higher self and you know 
the battle here in your waking, walking life is to marry and become in harmony with your lower self, with your vices. To marry the heart, the mind, and the spirit. Now what gets tricky, what gets tricky about all of this is not to let the ego overshadow your purpose here in life. The ego is needed. People are going to try to bullshit you and come at you a thousand different ways. But your ego, it lets you tap into that bullshit radar. Because the ego is going to help you raise yourself into these new heights. Think about an eagle, right? When it lands on a branch and it's just chilling for a while, but then it's ready for takeoff. It takes a lot of energy to get those wings flapping, get yourself elevated into the air and and get to that new destination. And in our lives that we're living on this earth, it takes a lot of energy to build. It takes a lot of energy to create and be consistent with our creations every single day. A lot of times when we are first starting out something new, we don't see the results as fast as we want to see them. Then we start getting frustrated with time. We start getting frustrated with the time concept. We want life to speed up and hurry up when really things are as it should be. If you want something too fast, sometimes when you get it, it might be burnt because whatever was producing what you were desiring was trying to speed up the process. Instead of cooking the pizza at 400, they probably cooked it at 450, forgot about it. You know what I mean? And it might have came out a little more Cajun style than you expected. So take your time. Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was the universe. Things happen. And when the bullshit happens, you need your ego there to remind you who you are. To remind you to be brave, to remind you that you can elevate, that you can get out of and pull yourself out of any situation. 
bullshit can stir up. It can stir up the pot. It can stir up the mind. It can stir up the chaos. But the ego, the ego can come in and bring that order. And then you keep that balance. And once you establish that technique, you will see that the righteous one will always reign victorious. So you don't have to live in a temple of deceit, a temple of despair, a temple of doubt. All that's going to create is more of how you feel within the temple. You want to be a good host for the spirits that you're inviting in. You want to be a good host for your higher self. So when you pull the lower self up, It's in a harmonious manner. And now, when the lower self goes back down, what it's taking with, what it's taking back down are those new codes, new keys on how to react when bullshit and chaos flow your way. Think of it as new downloads. Because men, our sperm cells don't live in our heads, but we are able to draw them up. And women, your eggs do not live in your head. But you can plant seeds. It's interesting, this life. And it gets tricky because some religions, some cultures believe in one God. They're monotheistic. And some cultures believe in many gods. Polytheistic. And this kind of ties back to the polygamy, monogamy concept, right? Because if we're all a temple and you're sharing your temple with one person, or are you wanting to share your temple with multiple people? So what gods or goddesses do you want to share your temple with? It's truly up to you and what makes you feel comfortable. Because what's most important is how you're constructing and building the world within. That is most vital because that's how your life is going to play out here in this earth. Whatever's going on within is going to unfold 
in the 3D realm of reality. And while in the 3D realm of reality, we have to build from the ground up, in the spiritual world, in this God consciousness that we're all involved in, we can build from the top down. Because with the tongue, with the mind, we are able to speak how we feel. We can speak vibrations into the world and change the world around us. We can hear our thoughts. So we don't always have to voice how we speak either. The fact that we can hear the mind. Sometimes it drives us crazy because we can't quiet it. And sometimes we embrace it and love it because we're getting flooded with so many different ideas. That's why balance is so important. So ladies and gentlemen, how is your temple? How are you taking care of your temple? Are you inviting good spirits into your temple to help raise the God or goddess within you that you want to be? Are you taking care? Are you listening to your higher self? Are you getting more in tune with yourself? Let me know. Please let me know. That's all the time that we have for the What Is Life podcast. As always, it is your boy, your host, Sensei Speeds in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Thank you for sticking around for episode 29. And stay tuned for episode 30. And if you didn't know, A Love So Blind is still on for sale. So if you haven't, please get your copy, get your edition. Just go to Google, type in A Love So Blind and it'll be there. And if you want some new fresh drips, some new fresh merch, check out www.spookyvisions.com. For more on that, as always, it is getting spooky. Stay 